Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks to Earl for the update. How about that development for the Ravens? Eight and a half point underdogs going to Cincinnati for a night kickoff on Sunday, 816 East time. Lamar Jackson has not practiced in well over a month. The expectation has been he'd be back for the playoffs and that he would start practicing midweek. He was not on the field today. 38 days since he last took part in any workout for the team on the grass. Tyler Huntley on the field going through first-team reps again today. The Ravens 2-3 and three down the stretch without Lamar Jackson averaging 12.5 points per game in December and January. That, by the way, includes Jackson's last start when things offensively didn't go great either, and he got hurt during that game. Their defense is playing at a level. They're playing well. Where if Jackson came back and looked like Lamar Jackson, they could make a deep run. That could be a Super Bowl-caliber team. Yeah, since Roquan Smith came over, they're really good at stopping the run. They play stout defense, and, and they get after people. That's a shame, man. I mean, listen, when he plays, they win over 70% of their games. Over the last, over his the entirety of his career with Baltimore, they are just a different team with that guy. They're built around him. Lesser versions of him, you just can't do the same stuff. That goes without saying. A guy that's a a former MVP, but they are sort of left waiting again. This happened last year as well. That sort of their their season ended prematurely uh, in, in similar fashion. They'll be in the postseason this time, but it's a shame. It's and they're also at this crossroads, by the way, where he's going to command this enormous potential salary. They may or may not want to pay it. Maybe it's a franchise tag type thing, which means he ultimately walks. This is a strange time if you're a fan of the Ravens are on. Well, I also think there's just a, been a feeling all along for Ravens fans that he would come back and just put his cape on. Yep. And like, oh, there's Lamar Jackson. It's just tread water until he gets here, yeah. Here's the problem is he's missed so much time. There is inevitable rust that needs to be knocked off. The, the elevation from regular season to postseason is a big deal in football anyway. But even coming back for a regular season game after four or five weeks as a quarterback is a difficult thing to do. And now you're talking about if he plays on Sunday, doing it with almost no practice after a five-week hiatus, he's not going to be Lamar Jackson. I mean, he can't be. Ian Rappaport of NFL Network is calling it a long shot that Mm. he even plays, which is a whole different conversation than him just not being on the practice field as we talk on Wednesday. But according to the report on NFL Network, he still has pain. His knee's not recovering the way they thought it was going to be. And essentially, that if he plays, the Ravens are going to be surprised at this point. They are preparing for Tyler Huntley to start. Great news for the Bengals as they host that game. 
eight and a half point line could move if and when we find out Jackson is not going to play. Speaking of moving, the commanders have moved on from Scott Turner. Let's talk about the offensive coordinating vacancy here in D.C. Yesterday, the news broke while we were on the air. We had time to react to it. If you want to hear how we broke down the dismissal of Scott Turner, please feel free tonight to grab the podcast, thefandc.com, grantanddanny.com slash audio from the back half of our show yesterday. News came down in the 4 o'clock hour. I actually wanted, though, to divvy up a blame pie of this offensive failure with you. Because I do think that when you drill down, that's the most important and interesting question to answer. Yeah. Is how much of this is Scott Turner's fault, and he is not blameless, but how much of this is bad quarterback play and the personnel department handing him quarterbacks that were largely inept? How much of this is the failures to rebuild the offensive line this offseason? Again, of the personnel department, where the interior, guard and center, center based on injuries in fairness, but the guard position where they went Norwell and Turner, a couple former Panthers, both are not nearly as good as they were when they last played for Rivera in Carolina. Like, that's not something Scott Turner can necessarily help. And I know there's a lot of talk about, well, you didn't help enough against Bosa or you didn't chip enough against Thibodeau. I mean, you've you've got a left tackle in Leno who had played very well for the most part over the last couple of years, who you're paying $12 million to. There's more to it than just to say Scott Turner was really bad at his job. And this is the drum I've been beating. I don't think people are going to like my answer very much. If Scott Turner was the perfect offensive mind, if you took Andy Reid and Bill Walsh and, and Mike Martz and you know anybody else that was great as an innovator on offense and you gave him this group, I think they'd have been better, but I don't think they'd have been good. The top 10 offenses are in the postseason. The one out of the top 10 that didn't make it is Detroit, and they finished 9-8. and eight. They probably should have gone. That's the leak. Anybody who says anything different is wrong. Tell me about your cool corollary and your stat. The best offenses are in the postseason. The very best offense is playing at the best go to the conference championship game, and then it's anyone's ballgame. That's the statistical trend over the years since they've modernized this game, since they've basically said, we want offense, we want quarterbacks to be healthy. You can get mad about it. You can yell at me about running the ball and stopping the run. That's awesome. It's not correct anymore. It's about offense, however you get there, okay? This offense wasn't very good. We all know that three straight years. To me, Turner deserves about 10% of the blame. He's not blameless, as you said. I would have moved on from him as well, but this would have been an addition to the entire front office because they're the ones that put this group on the field and then acted surprised when this happened. There are a whole bunch of us shooting up a flare gun last year when they traded for Carson Wentz incorrectly, wrongly. That was a terrible move then. I said so. People with a brain said so as well. It was not a good move to replace Brandon Sheriff. Fine to let him walk, by the way. It's too expensive for a guard. It was The mistake was maybe not signing him long-term before that, but I digress, with a bunch of Commanders. That was a mistake. That was wrong. That was a bad decision. Those things are what hampered you and put you into this terrible tier of unacceptable offense. Anybody who thought it would go differently was naive or just hoping, and that's not a strategy. That's the reason their offense stunk. Bad quarterback play, a mishandling of the offensive line. Those things are not Scott Turner things. He may have had input in who they selected, so maybe you want to put more on the selection process. That's fine. I think you could have schemed up the greatest things ever to be schemed up. You'd still be hampered by how poorly those decisions went. I think nothing else mattered. These two running backs, everyone wants to scream about running the ball. They both average under four yards a pop. It's not as if they're just ripping off 15-yard runs and it's, there's dumb Scott Turner abandoning it. They ran too much. They ran too much and too often for my liking. 
If you like runs, you hate points. They need to score more points. They've needed it for, since Jay Gruden left. And since they really let a couple guys walk uh, when Jay Gruden was in charge. The offense is what matters. Their offense stinks. The personnel is the thing. I think that's secondary. So Scott Turner deserves some blame. I give him 10%. Yeah, and if you go back, because I always love when people talk about the abandonment of the run, and you really do look at some of the specific examples people had issues with. You hear so many people referencing the Giants game at home as an abandonment of the run in the second half. When in the second half of that game, they moved the ball with ease. They had, I think, like four drives, and three of them were over 70 yards. They threw it more than they ran it, but they moved the ball constantly in that game. But there's no reason to really debate one half of football. I'll say this real quick just to supplement that. I apologize for cutting you off. Three teams had more rush attempts than them. All three have quarterbacks that feature double-digit carries on average per game. Of teams that that handed off to running backs, nobody ran it more than they did. Nobody. I mean, but that's not even, like, I'm glad you looked it up. It's irrefutable and not worth looking up. No one runs it as much as this team. Mm -hmm. They don't. And they'll tell you maybe that they're masking their quarterback deficiency, I guess. But here's the problem with that. They chose the quarterbacks. And on top of that, when asked yesterday, is this about the QBs or is this about your philosophy, Rivera said it was actually the philosophy, not at all about the QBs. And in fact, Mayhew said that they liked the fact that they were 2-1 to one running the ball against the Cowboys, which every team, every coach, every GM would love to be 2-1 to one running the ball in a 20-point win, obviously. But for Mayu to say that that's where they want to be in 2023 is just kind of silly. I mean, it's foolish. But here's my blame pie. I've got the numbers written down for you right here. 70% of the offensive failures this year, and I would even say over all three years of Scott Turner, are on quarterback personnel. 70%. There is not enough acknowledgement of how important it is if you're an offense, if you're a play caller, if you're a head coach, if you're trying to score points, if you're trying to move the football, if you're trying to stay on the field, if you're trying to convert a third down, do you have a quality quarterback playing at a level that is satisfactory or you don't? If you don't, you are fighting against a heavyweight champion with your arms tied behind your back, and it's only a matter of time before you tire out and they catch up to you and they knock you to the ring. So 70% of it is quarterback personnel. Wentz, not good enough. Heineke, not good enough. You could go through all of the quarterbacks that they have had and run through in this town since Turner got here. I would say 20% of it, frankly, is their offensive philosophy. Mm. Because one of my big issues with Scott Turner is that he doesn't involve his best players enough. Some of that is that, philosophically speaking, if you're running it as much as they are, you're not going to be able to throw the ball to McLaurin as much as I want, and certainly not to Dotson and, and to Samuel, too. So, offensive philosophy is part of the issue here. That part's not going away. That 20% is staying put, right? And ideally for Ron, and ideally for the front office, they're going to hire someone who better executes their vision, so there's a little less butting of heads, maybe. But it just means that they're going to jump all the way in to what they want to be and do. And that's fine when it's going well. 5%, I'll say, is on the O-line. The the mishandling of the interior, as Jay Gruden said, struggling to to be able to just have a drop-back passing game, five, seven steps, and throw the football down the field. And then I'll put 5% on Scott Turner, who is the easy punching bag. He is the easy 
face of your anguish for this offense. Now, this is not to say, okay, I'm putting very little blame pie on him. He's got a small sliver to eat. It's not to say he did a great job or a good job or that he should have kept his job. That's not what I'm advocating for necessarily. I think when nine players come out without their name in the newspaper to say they want a new offensive coordinator, essentially, and they didn't say it that way, but they knew what the paper was writing. They knew what the story was about. It's over at that point. You see what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. it, there's, there, This is not a conversation anymore. Mm-hmm. But the things I get maddest about are his lack of balance. And everyone's like, what do you mean balance? They ran the ball a great amount. No, 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 no. Balance, my guy Mike Leach, is getting the ball to your best players the same amount of times. Balance is involving Dotson and Samuel and McLaurin and Robinson and Gibson and forcing your best players the football. That's balance to me. Balance out touches between those players. They don't do that well enough. And some of that is philosophy not allowing him to, to be completely honest with you. But I also think it's something he's going to have to work on in addition to some of the gripes you heard from Logan Paulson yesterday, including that he's not setting up his next shot when he plays pool. He calls a play to call a play, but really good OCs, the guys that are master-level coordinators, the guys that have have taken the 500-level courses like Kyle Shanahan, those guys are calling plays just to get information so that they can call their next one and it'll work better. And Turner, I don't know, is that kind of guy as a play caller just yet. But let's hear what you guys think next. What percentage of the blame for this offense underachieving do you put on Turner, and what does your blame pie look like? We're Grant and Danny on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 